This episode of the YN Crew Podcast is brought to you by Times Cineplex. Hey, welcome back everyone to yet another episode of the YN Crew Podcast. It's me, Kev, once again, uh, speaking to you through this mic on this weekly podcast where we talk about all things movies, especially movies that are playing here in Brunei, Jerusalem. First up, it's my co-host, it's Del. What's up? What's up? Um, Skyrim? Uh, for the third okay. week in a row. Oh. Yeah. Last night, I was trying to kill this boss. I tried like Dodo 20 odd times. This morning, first try. So angry. Wow, when <laughs> Dell really gets into it, he really, he gets, really gets into, into it. it. Wow. Okay, okay. okay. Yeah. Hey, Dell, can I sell you a PS4? <laughs> yeah, please. <laughs> All right, up next, it's uh, the co host of the Wine Crew podcast. It's Naz. Hey. Hey. What's up? What's up? Cool. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> we are recording on a Saturday morning, so everyone's a little bit groggy and yeah. sort of maybe not at eleven thirty on a Saturday <laughs> morning. Okay. Yeah. Doesn't matter the time. I'm I'm the only one groggy here. No, you know, one groggy as well. <laughs> and finally, it's the other co-host of the Wine Crew Podcast. It's Kai. Hi everyone. Always a pleasure. Oh man, he, he just went super groggy <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> for some reason. Hi everyone, always a pleasure. Uh, yeah, it's always a pleasure to be here. Yeah. Today we'll be talking about a movie that is currently showing in Brunei cinemas. It's called Searching and it oh, stars so John good. Cho. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's the story of him looking for his daughter who went missing and it, it's kind told, of an uh, exploratory social media view kind of yeah, thing. It's yeah, it's an experimental take on film. Alright, so we'll talk about that later on in the show. Up first, it's the weekly segment which is the news and uh, big news this week. We got a first trailer no, not first. A second trailer for the Bumblebee movie that's coming out in December. That looks so good. I love. Surprisingly, I am buying into this, and I can't wow. wait. Really? Am I the only one not? <laughs> are you, oh, so good. It's good, right? We need that balance, right? Yeah. Yes. Yes. So, are you not digging the no. really no like G one designs? No. So, in the first trailer, Bumblebee put on his armor. Right? He he pulled back the face mask, and then the armor comes on. Yeah. yeah. I didn't like it, but when I saw it the context in this new trailer I'm like yeah no, it's because this is... at this point you had already seen G1 Optimus Prime yeah, <laughs> so, uh, no, so it could wow. not have been wrong either way and right. more importantly right. he probably saw Soundwave yeah. I saw Soundwave uh, and yeah. Ravager because yeah. of the screenshots yes. I sent I'm like and check it out <laughs> also Shockwave was in this too yes. wow it's just so good so good I mean this movie is going to be more than meets the eye so I don't know like the half of the movies on Cybertron no I think there's just a very quick brief montage on Cybertron yeah I think oh. there's just going to be segments yeah, and telling you all that I'm like, disappointed already. So all we gotta do, all we gotta do is wait for the early screening of the movie where people tell us at what point the Cybertron sequence happens. So you walk in at that point, <laughs> watch it, and walk out. You because stay because, for the whole movie. No. Because Soundwave is gonna be only be on Cybertron then. Yeah, yeah. they're yeah. only gonna be there for like five minutes. That's probably the only shot we're gonna see. But of it's it's a bit confusing. Like, how is he on Cybertron and he suddenly becomes a satellite in the second movie? Like, that's I'm just excited to see that. Transition. What second movie? Revenge of the Fallen. Yeah. There's no such movie. <laughs> <laughs> Burn! Uh, Why are you not excited, Naz? Uh, I'm tired of Transformer movies. That's very fair. Okay, that's fair. That's, <laughs> that's fair. so fair. But this is a new flavor. It's unique. Yeah, there it is. Yeah, Here goes no, it's fair, but, but, yeah, but. but like, when, when I saw all these characters we saw in the cartoon, I'm like, oh. <laughs> Again. <laughs> okay. yeah. So she's not one for nostalgia here. No. Um, 
I think, I think it depends. Lab, yeah, not selective. Transformers lab. Yeah. There is also a theory that is floating around the interweb at the moment, and it's regarding this new Bumblebee trailer that we saw. And apparently, there are some theorists out there that theorize this is the start of what possibly could be a larger Hasbro universe. Ah. But it's it's reaching, don't you think? Like, yeah, how because... does this tie into the fact that you know what GI Joe? No, like the other Transformers movie. I'm just oh. gonna keep bringing it up just to get a reaction out of there. <laughs> I was no. expecting GI Joe. So Hasbro <laughs> is doing their universe and it's gonna be with G.I. Joe and Mask and all that. I don't see that happening in this movie. I really don't. I because don't this see is that happening in, in this lifetime. Yeah. <laughs> the theorists on internet say that if you look at John Cena's character, he has a scar and so did Duke played by Channing Tatum in the G.I. Joe movies. He had a scar That's as well. a reach! It's a reach! But oh, that's interesting. But Kev, <laughs> you're implying we can see John Cena. What do you mean? Nobody here watches wrestling. Because <laughs> no. the joke is, yeah. you can't see me, so right. nobody can see John Cena. Right. That is quite rubbish. That's a rubbish line. Right? <laughs> Just, I mean, yes, take it out of context. You can't see me? He's so big. No, like, he see it, me when I strike. It's like, ironic. That's his, yeah. I, I, I don't know. Cool. Ladies and gentlemen, sure the WWE just died. <laughs> anyway, that was the Bumblebee trailer that's coming out at the end of this year. Very excited for that. We also got a trailer this week for Dark Phoenix. Woo! Yes. yes I like this trailer I liked it I, For some reason It reminded me of The original Like first three Kind of yeah, X-Men yeah, movies Yeah it did But you know It was more polished I really It really I gave me so, yeah. Vibes of The Last Stand You know Yeah no. the, the third X-Men movie Nah Gave me a lot of Minus vibes Minus Famke Yeah yeah, yeah. I really, It really did Even as much as I Did not like Jennifer Lawrence's Performance in the last one When she Was in that blue skin And in that X suit With the big <laughs> yellow X in front yeah I got the chills I got the chills I, I was like oh chills. she looks better I got the chills too <laughs> I like that I what is care. what was it uh, who created that look was it Chris Claremont what was that the, the, the big, big yellow X in front with the very retro kind of drawing that is the original X-Men design Jack Kirby there was a reboot in the 90s that was Grant Morrison Grant Morrison yeah new X-Men it really looks that way and I really like the new suit and the the way the look, the way the team looks, and uh, yeah. Scott Summers, I think he uh, he looks really good. Yeah, yeah, Scott Summers has more lines. <laughs> Ty, Ty Sheridan more. has more lines. We also get a little bit of what the story is pointing towards, which is that Jean Grey's past has been sort of erased by Professor X to sort of save her from herself. Yeah, and apparently this is what causes her to spiral out of control at Was some point it? in the movie. Um, because he had to block out certain memories of yeah. Jean. Yeah, yeah, because she yeah. killed her parents. She in this trailer? Yeah. That's what it's implying. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I did not get that at all. Oh my goodness. So Dell clearly did not watch the same film. But trailer. then like, that's what he did in the first three movies. That's why yeah. she's so no, no, nice no. and calm. First three movies? Yeah. What three movies? <laughs> oh. The one with Hugh Jackman. No, no, no. Like, yeah, because after Days of Future Past, I don't know if it is still the same thing. I think it is. I don't think so. This is up for debate. Uh. It's easier to not care. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> we also got a trailer this week for Creed 2. Oh. This is the second trailer that we got this is a good trailer this as well this boy Michael 
This is a Whoa. good week for trailers. Yeah, yeah. enough said. It's so good. It's, yeah. It looks good. I just watched so it good. 10 minutes ago. Tessa Thompson's character does not look the same as the first one. That's the only thing that stood out like a sore thumb. Well, you see, Del, people do change in appearance over time. So. Not, I'm, I'm not talking about appearance. I'm talking about the character itself. Like, the personality yeah. doesn't come through. She used to be this... You know, still a tough female Chick. character, but uh, there's also more very more demure and I think it's because quiet. of where the story is going in that they have a child together now. And yeah. you know, maybe it's more of the motherly instincts coming out. Who knows? Speaking really? of Tessa Thompson, here's some news about her. She recently posted up some stuff on social media, which kind of points or maybe teases Valkyrie's return Ooh. in Avengers 4. About time. About nice. time. So the social media posts we're talking about today are on Instagram. It's uh, Instagram stories and it shows her leaving London because that's where she's filming the Men in Black spin-off movie with Chris Hemsworth. Mm. And she's getting on a plane going off to Atlanta and then the next Instagram story is her arriving in Atlanta where the Avengers 4 shoots are happening. Wow. Yeah. So it's never been confirmed whether or not she, she, survived. she survived. Has anyone checked if she's from Atlanta? She's British. She's British. Oh right. Oh, oh man. I forgot. <laughs> Get with the program. Maybe yeah. maybe Atlanta UK. <laughs> There's no Atlanta UK. Oh, how do you know? Are you excited to have Valkyrie possibly back and yeah. returning for Avengers Four? Uh sure. Because I think she was one of the standout characters from Thor Ragnarok. Yes, she was. Uh, it's really hard to stand out when you have Korg in the film. Oh man. <laughs> Here we have it again on this week's episode Amen. of the podcast. Uh, Kai's professing his love for Korg. As you can see, I'm in a rock. That's why I don't die. That's why I don't die. All right. (laughs) More Avengers 4 news. We got some leaked images which shows Captain America's new scale armor, which is more comic accurate, some people have said. Yeah, yeah. It looks more like the Ultimates. Oh. Yeah. I haven't seen this. You have not seen this? I'm trying to stay away. No, that makes sense. I'm not clicking on anything. Even for, like, just... Pictures? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I think the simplest way to describe Cap's new suit is that... It's hot. (laughs) It's hot. Uh, Is it hard or is it hot? I don't know. I just feel like Chris Evans is the most handsome man on earth. You there know? you go. There you have it. There you have it. It's <laughs> hot. Just man sag. Is hot. Just make like a big circle. Just uh. trying to get back there. <laughs> you see rainbows and butterflies flying around you when uh, Chris Hems. No, no, no. Rainbows and flag. butterflies are in me when yeah. I-, <laughs> I see the American see flag when I see Chris Evans. <laughs> Chris Evans. Not because yeah. there's one. Uh, there's one right there. Figure. Yeah, yeah. two actually. Oh. Three actually. Three. Yeah. Hello. This is Cap's <laughs> cave. Hi, Cap. Hi. <laughs> All right. More news from the MCU. There was a possible Black Widow movie synopsis that sort of surfaced on the internet, and it comes by way of a tweet from a Black Widow fan, and it says that at birth, the Black Widow, aka Natasha Romanoff, is given to the KGB, which grooms her to become its ultimate operative. Now, when the USSR breaks up, the government tries to kill her as the action moves to present-day New York, where she is a freelance operative. Mm-hmm. This is in sort of in line with what we see in the movies, where yeah. she's, she's in I America see. and yeah. she, she's working for S.H.I.E.L.D. We've talked about this movie on and off on this podcast for the last maybe five or six episodes on whether or not it's actually happening. And it kind of seems like it is. I think it would. Well, now they have Captain Marvel, so they can have another female superhero movie. So, yeah. Del? She can carry. I uh, could not care less about this Black <laughs> Widow movie. She can carry. If it is a solo movie, I don't want to watch. What if I she... mean, I will watch, but... What if she turns into a pen drive at the end of a movie? <laughs> no! <laughs> oh, no! No, no, no. no. Psych. <laughs> <Joking. laughs> 
All right. Guardians of the Galaxy 3, which is a movie that has been, you know, sort of talked about a lot over the last two months since the sad firing of James Gunn. Apparently, Disney still plans to use James Gunn's Guardians of the Galaxy script as confirmed by his brother, Sean Gunn. That's nice. Yeah. Sean Gunn does not know much about this. <laughs> wow, Dell is just... He is... No, he's... Is uh, he still he's working on... No, but he... He's the motion he's, capture. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he's yeah. the motion yeah. capture. He's not a Marvel executive. <laughs> oh, rude. But, no, you see, but, he but is I think on. he's kind of like the mediator. He is still in the project, obviously. Yeah. And yeah. it's his brother. So yeah. he would know what is the brother's yeah. he can He can be wishful thinking for Disney to use the script. Man, that's, Dell's... That's just wait, doesn't care. I, I'm just being realistic. realistic yeah. Let's wait till Marvel comes out and say, yes, we are using that script. James. You think they would admit it though? No. no. It will be a thing where you watch the movie, screenplay written by James Gunn. No, it won't be that late. <laughs> 10 bucks. No. 10 bucks. The, what do you have to lose? The news. No, 10, no. 10 bucks. <laughs> Fine. The new, all these news sites would have released that. Who is writing the script? You have to know who's writing the script. Bah. All right. 10 True. bucks says. All right. <laughs> it's going to be shown in the film. It what? will be definitely in the film, but we'll find out earlier than okay, that. Okay. 10 bucks. Right. Speaking of Disney, let's talk a little bit about Star Wars. And this morning, we got confirmation that Kathleen Kennedy has had her contract extended with Lucasfilm, and it goes on to 2021. So she's staying there because there was some news that they might change it up a little bit because of the poor reception of movies like Solo and uh, maybe trying to pave the way or change the direction of the franchise. But this has sort of quashed any rumors or any suspicions. She's staying. Yeah. yeah. I, I Solo was much. a fine movie. Yeah, I liked yes, it. Solo was fine. It's just that it didn't perform at the box office yeah but it's a great one I, I mean I'm don't... okay with this news right like cause there's been Force Awakens Rogue One Last Jedi and, and Solo. 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 Solo 3 out of 4 movies really were good, good. wait know? what's the not good one oh right it's the Last Jedi <laughs> yeah so I'm okay with this news okay Spider-Man Far From Home is still undergoing production all over Europe actually and uh, last week we had a photo leaked out by a passerby and it shows probably a stunt double on a Ferris wheel wearing what could could potentially be a black stealth Spider-Man suit. Yeah, I've seen the pictures. It, yeah, uh, it looks interesting. It looks it looks like it has goggles like Spider-Man Noir. There were a couple of theories that you know maybe it's just the lighting and you know it was dark anyway, so the normal red could look black. But I looked at this photo. I'm like, yeah. no, that that's a black suit. Yeah, it has to be a black suit. It's gonna yeah. be good. So this is what is it more comic accurate or are they incorporating more things from the Spider Verse into it? Bits and stuff. From D- yeah, they're just like picking stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Trail, it's a trail mix. Yeah. Trying to pick maybe the best. Yeah. Of, yeah. of the franchise. We just now gotta keep an eye out if Tom Hardy appears on set. Oh, that would be so cool. <laughs> Venom. It's Venom and right? Fox is what. That's true. Marvel. Yeah, you're Sony. right. No, this is Sony. Venom is Sony. Venom is Sony. Sony, is Sony. Sony. Yeah. So if Tom Hardy shows up on set, then we know what's happening. All Venom. right. Still sticking with sort of Marvel properties. There has been long rally by Ryan Reynolds to get Hugh Jackman back in as Wolverine either in a X-Force movie or some other Deadpool movie he just wants to work with Hugh Jackman as Wolverine but Hugh Jackman in an interview was asked whether or not he would come back and he very candidly said now did Ryan ask you to ask this question because this sounds like a trick question listen I like Ryan Reynolds but right now Ryan sorry you're gonna have to work a lot harder than this I'm like what that's funny (laughs) wait 
Sorry. So is he sort of hinting that given the right circumstances, he might come back? For all we know, he's already agreed. That's true. This That's is true. all smoke and mirrors. Yeah, it's just yeah. him sort of yeah. creating controversy yeah. yep. so that people read into it and then you start that debate yeah. and then you come out and go like, yeah, I'm back. Yeah, I know he's done, but you know, put a $50 million in front of the guy, he's not going to say no. It'll be very hard to yeah. say no. <laughs> it's much harder to say no with $50 million in front of you. Would you Would you like Hugh Jackman to come back? I Wait, what is the going rate for Hugh Jackman? Six or eight. Six or eight? Yeah. No one's going to pay him $50 million Well, to... they paid Robert Downey Jr. 50 for Captain America Civil War. Really? Robert, uh, yeah. That but can't that, be right. No, but that's including box office. Take. Yeah. Uh, Downey Jr. on average walks like, away at 50 per film. 50. Wow. 50? You can make one whole movie with 50. You make Deadpool with 50. The yeah, first Deadpool, but, yeah. But Robert Downey Jr. has an iron contract. Superstar power. Yeah. yeah. He makes uh, 20 up front, a f- bit from merchandise, a few more from tickets. Mm. He walks away with average 50. Like he has a percentage. He has ha- a- Harrison Ford walked away with 60 for Force Awakens. They considered him a legacy star. Legacy. Yeah, but Mark Hamill got way less than that. Well, to be fair, he was in like six seconds of it, so... <laughs> <laughs> It was actually 48, but okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's hop on over to the DC Universe. And there is news that the Birds of Prey movie, which is the female villains and, you know, potential hero, which is Batgirl, they're going to have their own movie. That is set for release in 2020. Yeah, they already cast uh, Black Canary and the Huntress. That is true. And of course, Margot Robbie reprises her role as Harley Quinn. I'm excited. I mean, I'd, I'd watch this. Chick flick. <laughs> sure. let's, let's not call it a chick flick. I mean, let, let's call it a I female mean, superhero birds, movie. So they're chicks. Yeah. <laughs> chicks of prey. I see what you did there. Uh, I don't know. I, I'm just... All DC news will be on hold for me and I'm being non-reactionary until I watch Shazam because I'm actually excited for Shazam. Yeah. When's that coming out again? That's early next year. Early next year. Yeah, so Captain Marvel is going against Captain Marvel. Nice. Yeah. I'm excited oh, yeah. to see... Uh, I see what you did there. <laughs> Shazam was the original Captain yeah. Marvel. I'm excited to see Mary Elizabeth Winstead. I really like this, her as an actress and uh, she was almost Domino which I totally could see. But then after Zazie Beats took it, I'm like, yeah, Zazie's. <laughs> yeah. But so I'm I'm happy to see Winstead getting another superhero Role. character. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Speaking of Zazie Beats, there was an official photo released of her in character for the Joker movie that she's shooting now with Todd Phillips, and it was released by Todd Phillips himself because he's frustrated that the paparazzi are constantly leaking shots out there, and he said, you know what, I'm gonna put out an official photo, one that looks good because. They're just spoiling the look. They're just ruining everything with these bad shots. Here's good ones from me. But you see, it's it says something about a movie that the paparazzi are so interested in taking pictures. Mm. We've not seen this level of like people trying to get spy shots since The Dark Knight Rises. Yes, that's true. Because that one, people were like camping out on rooftops and just trying to take as much pictures as they could. This but just you can sort say of... the same for Avengers. It's not been this constant though no? the first Avengers what are you talking about any, or any no any dude a lot of them like, are done on sound stages Age of Ultron there are so many kind came out from Korea but that's like one sequence right like this yeah. is an entire film in one area because it's all filmed in one area yeah so they so, just camp out so you get more pictures right. more right. stories I think the thing here is that with a Marvel Avengers film everyone is anticipating it but they sort of have this guarantee that it's gonna be good so there's no controversy surrounding it but with a film studio like Warner Brothers and the track record that they 
they have with the DCEU. This is just like, you know, it's like a fuse that if you light, people are just going to come in and go like, oh, what does this mean? What does that mean? And then there's always like two sides of the camp. Even among us here in the wine crew, there's some that are for it. There are some that are like, I just can't be bothered with this universe anymore. And that's where the debate sort of sparks up. And I think this is why the paparazzi do so well with projects from this universe. Because it automatically sort of invites this debate, I guess. Yeah. All right, let's move on to the next bit of the news. And I don't know if this is even news. There was a video that was put out by Nerdist and it shows... <laughs> It shows Tommy Wiseau once again as the Joker and his longtime friend and co-star Greg Sestero playing Batman and they have remade the Dark Knight interrogation scene. You complete me. <laughs> this is this was the most oh, man. if I have to say the, the most cringy four minutes I've had in a long no, time. No, this is the cringiest Batman fan film ever made. <laughs> yes. Was it four minutes? It was about no, no, three was, and a bit, almost yeah, four. Quite there. Oh. <laughs> I might have seen the short version then. Oh, uh, Batman. <laughs> so you got lucky. <laughs> yeah. I saw the full thing. You have nothing against me. Nothing. It was essentially uh, it was essentially the whole interrogation scene that we saw in The Dark Knight, meaning when Batman slams the Joker's head on the table and then yeah, punches yeah, his head. That. And then it goes on to like where Batman loses it and right. you know starts Oh, I didn't see the that. Joker. I yeah, didn't see that. that. <laughs> that's how bad it got. <laughs> okay. And if Tommy Wiseau's portrayal of the Joker was bad enough, Greg Sestero's portrayal <laughs> of Batman was even worse. <laughs> <laughs> what a story, Kev. <laughs> it was so bad. But in some ways, maybe so good. <laughs> no, no, no. no, no. Just, no. Just I was just testing the water there. No. Sticking with more DC and Warner Brothers, apparently Warner Brothers reportedly loves the first draft of Matt Reeves' Batman script. Now, we've had uh, some history regarding news like this from Warner Brothers. <laughs> it's either there's a standing ovation, or we love it, or we're so excited and it comes out. Or we hired Joss Whedon to work on it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what do you think is going on with this script? Like, how is this even news? If anything, Matt Reeves is a great writer. So if they truly do love it, I don't doubt it. But it's just, you know, the boy who cried wolf. Yeah. Which okay. is an analogy I've been using a while now. For like this whole week. Yeah. <laughs> I'm more curious to find out if this version of Batman written in Matt Reeves' script is based on the portrayal that Affleck is going to do or is this maybe something different? I think it's based on Affleck. Based on Affleck. Yeah. Because there has been some developments um, in that department whereby the CEO of Wonderverse and the president of production visited Ben Affleck in rehab. And uh, there was a news report coming out that Ben Affleck is allowed to have leave for exercise and training. Yeah. Cause we mentioned this, I think, last week yeah. uh, on the show that he's on about and he's getting in shape probably for the role here's another thing though massive massive theory I'm sure this is going to be panned by all of you here today what if this whole thing about Ben Affleck going into rehab is just part of his character development for the movie oh, what <laughs> what if what if no it's his face it's his name yeah Yeah. but what if he comes out and he goes actually that was all just you know no, 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 no. <laughs> then I wouldn't believe it anyway I had yeah. to like really get into a bad place no, you know no, because no, Batman no. is in a bad place I think it's just in a bad place in general <laughs> Let's if anything, <laughs> because he's in a bad place, that's why he's more fitting to play Batman. Okay, this is kind of like a Robert Downey Jr., Tony Stark kind of situation. Yeah. No, so because... he's following in the footsteps of <laughs> Robert Downey Jr. I'm just okay. not going to say anything here. Yeah. Let's jump franchises over to the Terminator franchise. And we all know that Terminator 6, which is in production at the moment with the legacy stars like Linda Hamilton and Arnold Schwarzenegger who are coming back, 
Arnold Schwarzenegger just recently tweeted out a photo to wish his co-star Linda Hamilton happy birthday and it features a photo of him and Linda Hamilton with Arnold Schwarzenegger having some serious battle scars. And there seems to be like metal under his skin. Yeah, which is something that we've seen in Terminator 2. Yeah. Like uh, after he gets into a fight. I just wanted to wish Michael Stalin the Hamilton a happy birthday. <laughs> I, I thought he actually has metal under his skin. No? Oh. oh. Is that not how? Uh, okay. You mean that's only for a movie? Okay. You mean it wasn't real? <laughs> this next Terminator film is scheduled for release in November of 2019. So we've got a little bit more than a year to go. Hmm. I just want this to be good. I, I I need a good Terminator film. Like a good I mean, If James Cameron has proven anything in the last 10 years, he can do no wrong. No. Really? <laughs> yeah. well, what are you on about? His last film was Avatar. Yeah. So. So. No, he uh, he came out and proclaimed how good the gen- Genesis would be. Genesis. Yeah, yeah, but, he but it's spelled it. Genesis. He didn't do it. Yeah, but yeah. he said how good it's gonna yeah, be. Yeah, but like if you had a kid, you and said you were he too couldn't proud do your kid. Wouldn't you go in public and say, "I still love my kid"? But then you say he can do no wrong. Yeah, he... if he's working on it, he can do no wrong. Okay, uh, we'll see. Tim Allen has come out in an interview wow. because he is working on Toy Story Four, yes. which yes. is the next installment of the much beloved. Hang on. Backtrack. James Cameron is not directing Terminator. He wrote and produced, co-wrote and produced. Co-wrote it. and produced it. But he's not directing. No. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Just so we're clear. Yeah. Okay. okay. Anyway. All right. So next, next, next bit of news: Toy Story Four, <laughs> which is uh, the next installment of the much beloved Pixar franchise. Tim Allen has said that he compares Toy Story Four, the ending of it, more in particular, to Avengers: Infinity War. So they all die, lah. He says there's a lot of tears and it's a very sad ending and it's epic. Yeah, so they all die, lah. Like. No, yeah. they, they incinerated. Yeah, <laughs> I don't clearly know. Clearly traumatized by the direction of the last film. <laughs> oh, yeah. Or half the toys get given away. Could be, could be. Yeah. But I thought it they were to... already given away. No, but they were, it was such a it was such a good ending in the last one. Yeah, yeah like yeah. I cried a lot. Mm-hmm. I I emoted. I will say that <laughs> you emoted. <laughs> um, okay, sure. So that's the news this week on the Wine Crew Podcast. If you want to get in touch with us on the show, check out our contact links in the description down below which leads us to our next bit of the show which is a review of searching without kai because he had to leave us uh, (laughs) to attend to some other things i did not get a chance to watch this movie this week as i have had a packed schedule all week long Let's hand it over to Dell to uh, give us his review of Searching. I liked it. I really enjoyed this. I did not expect it to be this good, but it's because of the writing and the way the story is told. It's always through a lens. You don't see them on screen. You see them on a screen inside a screen. Uh, so, so you don't see a conventional shot. Yeah. It's always from the, from the standpoint uh, of a computer or yeah, a screen. Or it's a, mostly or a, a computer and, and a phone. Yeah. So uh, it's about a, this daughter who went or not she ran away or she just she got kidnapped or she's killed killed. the movie keeps us guessing from beginning until the end and I really appreciate that and even in the end you don't get to guess what's gonna happen and what actually happened and it's very different from the misdirect that the movie keeps giving you in the middle and towards the end so uh, I thought it was a really well made well told movie and the cast are great especially John Cho and um, what's the name the The, yeah Will and Grace Grace from Will and Grace Grace from Will and Grace yeah (laughs) she was good John Cho of course uh, more widely known for his comedic roles Harold Harold and Kumar Also in Star Trek. And he Star was in Star Trek. Trek. Oh yeah, he was uh, Sulu. Sulu. Yeah. Star Trek. 
Naz, what did you think of Searching? I was pleasantly surprised because I don't usually like movies where the camera is not the camera. It was pretty interesting seeing it from that perspective. And I thought John Cho's performance was really good, seeing as I never really could take him seriously before this. <laughs> <laughs> I thought the flow of the movie was great as well because the father doesn't really know who the daughter really is. And mm. he eventually, like... During his journey looking for her, he also finds what she's truly like. Like he finds out bits of information. Yeah. Like, wait, she told me this, but actually, yeah, she's, she's like that. this. Yeah. yeah. Okay. There's been a couple That's of great. movies using this technique of shooting the movie like from a screen, right? In recent memory, there was this slasher one from slasher one. Yeah, oh, this slasher um, movie. The Skype one, right? The Skype one, yeah. Un- unfriend, unfriended, oh, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah. Unfriended. Yeah. And before that, we had the Dave Franco and Emma Roberts, like people betting on what they're gonna do next. Oh, that one! But this one is a, this one is a much better, smaller kind of movie with a smaller budget. You can tell, and it's very self-contained. And in that respect, it's done very well for itself. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Let's move on to ratings. What do you give Searching? And is it something that you recommend people to watch in theaters? My rating would show how much I recommend this movie. I'm giving this eight screensavers out of ten. Nice. Yeah. Eight screensavers out of ten. I would also give it 8 iPhones out of 10. 8 iPhones out of 10. <laughs> I think you're trying to say that iPhones are very prevalent in this movie because <laughs> of FaceTime, right? Yeah. yeah something, FaceTime, something. they use the, I, the MacBook. Yeah. I the iMessenger. Yeah. All right. So that's uh, our review of Searching. It's still showing here in local cinemas in Brunei and uh, probably wherever you are. So if you want to go catch it, it's a good movie recommended by Dell and Naz, which leads us to our next bit of the show called... Oi. Yep, that's right. It's Apaleliat, and it's what else we've been watching this week besides searching Dell. Apaleliat. I'm watching The Good Place. Mm. This is a series by. um, What's her name? Anna. Anna in. in uh, <laughs> <laughs> Frozen. Ah. Oh my goodness. Kristen Bell. Kristen Bell. Yes, Kristen Bell. Yeah. And uh, also Ted Danson. Ted Danson's in it. Ted Danson's yeah. back on TV. And uh, it's it's uh, I've always liked him. So it's good to see him back and uh, something for me to watch him in. It's, it's a funny series. The first couple were not that great. But after a while, they kind of grow on you. Are they on season three now? Yes. Yeah, season they're on season three. three. But I'm, I'm still on season one. Oh, season one. Oh, so you, so you just started season one. I just one. started, yeah. Oh, there's a big twist at the end of season Ooh. one. A huge twist. Okay. And yes, I agree with you. It is a good series to watch. It's light and it's fun. and Yeah, it's 20 minutes. You know, yeah. you don't spend so much time on it. And the characters are characters that you could really like love. You know, like, yeah. oh, this is one guy and then the, who's like a monk and then this yeah. other sort of preppy uh, half Indian lady. And I know what you mean. Uh, <laughs> anything else besides that? No. The Skyrim. <laughs> Tune in next week for more Skyrim. Naz, I watched Sierra Burgess is a loser on Netflix. Oh, how's that? Um, slightly stressful. I had to pause. Stressful. It's about this girl. She's not popular. She's a loser, but she's really smart. Like there's a mistaken identity thing going on. Like the popular, not like this cute guy at school gets her number, but he thought that number was actually oh, the popular girl right. in school's number. So there's that's a, a mix-up. That's a mean trick right yeah, there. Yeah, but she joins forces with that popular girl 
to make him think that whatever she's saying, you know, like, because he starts falling in love with her, with whatever she's saying, but he still thinks... Oh, so, so he doesn't know. Girl. Yeah. Okay. And they just work with it, you know, and things happen and then things spiral out of control and it just gets so stressful and I'm like, why are these kids doing this? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, so it's not, not fun watching it. It's like, uh, it goes, it takes the story in a direction where realistically you wouldn't. Yeah. But the performance by the main actress, Shannon Purser, she's Barb from Stranger Things. Yep. She's really charming. Like, you love her there. You don't like what she does, but her character is really charming. All right. Recommended viewing? Yeah, just watch it. (laughs) (laughs) That's not very convincing. (laughs) I would give it like a 6.8, 6.5-ish. Yeah, watch it for her. Mm, For for her performance. Yeah, Yeah. not for the friggin' story. (laughs) (laughs) All right, which, uh, which brings it to me. And this week, I don't know why, I'm still on this Predator binge. And I, this week, watched Predator. Oh, oh, sorry. This week, watched Alien vs. Predator again. And Alien vs. Predator Requiem. Which was really bad, <laughs> but it, it was just something that I had in like the background while I was uh, doing some other stuff like work, and then it was there. And then I'd I'd occasionally look at the screen and go, oh, oh, that that's a cool shot right there. All right, that that's not very realistic. Back <laughs> back to work. All right, so that's what we've been watching, and that's the show this week for the Wayne Crew podcast. Uh, do tune in next week where we will be bringing you a review of Venom, which is hitting Brunei cinemas, I think, on the third or fourth of October, and worldwide as well. Uh, well, until next time, we'll see you. This is Kev for the Wine Crew signing off. Bye. <laughs>